Welcome back to Disney Dependent. I'm Sarah Chilcott. And I am Bob Chapstick. Okay. I did it! He just said, who am I going to be? And we're like, only you know. And that's what you came up with? How do you pronounce his real name? Chapek. Chapek. Is that too close to Chapstick? It is. It is. Is that my original joke? No. It's <laughs> Mark Brickies. claim it as your own? I do. Yes. And I often do that. <laughs> I'm a I'm a joke thief. I'm a humor thief. That's something you need to know about me. And I don't care about it. You say something funnier on me, I'll steal it from you. <laughs> That's just the truth, man. <laughs> Unoriginal James over here. Yeah, what are those That's things in true. Harry Potter? Those little ghoulish things that float around, they steal your Dementor. soul. And they, <laughs> and they suck the soul out of you. That's me with humor. That's funny. That's the second Harry Potter reference since I got here. Ash was telling me that you guys were trying to decide of your three living and one uh -huh. deceased cat yeah. what houses they would have been in. And yeah. I got it right yeah. away. No problem. Well, Ashley presented that question to me like she does often, especially anything to do with the cats, as there's only one right answer and you better get this right. Right. Well, so <laughs> I know Doris is for sure Slytherin. No. Not, I'm no. sorry, not Doris. Una, Una. is Slytherin because yep. she has an evil side she's to ambitious. her. She is, she's ambitious. She's cunning. Yeah. Yeah. She's out for herself. She's out for herself. That's right. Doris is Hufflepuff. Yep. She along just with my cat, Midge, wants because everyone they're both to just, just like, get along. <laughs> <laughs> Turd and for brains. Dexter is Gryffindor. Because he's the hero. He's the hero. That we all need. He's the smart one that just kind of stands back. And, yeah. And he's then, the guy. Of course, Minerva. Yeah. Minerva's Ravenclaw. She's Ravenclaw. And she's wise. My my grand cat? Is that what I would call him? Good God. <laughs> yep. Good uh, God. <laughs> Vincent, he's Slytherin too. Oh, that is your grand cat, right? Yeah. I just showed a video to Ash of him inside a lime box from Costco. So Excuse you, fancy a fancy limes. lime box. <laughs> and he's just peeking and then eating the cardboard. He's I like so that. cute. I like that a lot. Well, um, before we get into the weather report, let's actually address the current situation out here. It is smoky and windy. Yay! Um, welcome to the West Coast. Yeah. At work last night, everyone's phones kept doing the alert, um, like a, like an amber alert, or like, eh, yeah. eh, and it was telling everybody that you could lose power tomorrow God. over the next few days because they Cause were planning the to actually shut off power because of to the wind. Prevent. To prevent further, further fires. Yeah. So luckily, Damn. that doesn't affect where I live. And you know, it's weird that wh where does like the fire season start in, in, on the map? Like where, where, where do people have to start worrying about wildfires in America? Eastern Oregon, mostly. No, I mean like, Oh, oh on like yeah, a yeah. calendar. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Let me rephrase it. Yeah. Start where, over. <laughs> is it like the Midwest on Midwest West? I think it's everywhere. Really? No, it's not though. No, like no, the East Coast doesn't worry about them. not lot like we do. They don't have crazy, you know. Yeah, a thousand acre. I think it's like a west of the Rockies thing. Probably, yeah. it's yeah. I mean, because they'll have like brush fires and stuff, but it's just not the same. It's the places have... where we don't have humidity. Oh right. right well, and right. it's like forests, so there's yeah. a lot to burn. So like Colorado, Utah, yeah, 
all that stuff obviously the British Columbia British Columbia Mm -hmm. right yeah it's just weird that's not the whole country has to worry about that that's kind of a west side it's wild though I was looking at the map today to see where are the wildfires and they are freaking far away like mm-hmm. an eight-hour drive from here. Isn't that crazy? And it's smoky. You can see smoke. And there was some ash falling earlier today. I told today. Ash that, too. I That's... told Ash that about the ash. Whoa, ash, ash. Ash, 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 ash. I hear something in there. Oh, <laughs> thank <laughs> God. <laughs> this just in. It's 90 and sunny at not Disneyland. And smoky. And it's 96 and showers at Disneyland. That sounds awful. <laughs> oh, that's a hot, Speaking soupy Speaking of fires, mess. though, I hope that that helps them with their fires. No kidding. Well, everyone's favorite light, bright-looking earworm ended its 50th anniversary run at Disneyland on September 1st. So we're talking the Main Street Electrical Parade. We sure are. How many times have we said goodbye to this parade and it just keeps coming back? A lot. Yeah. I mean, I I remember seeing it a few years ago and it was like, this is the last time. (laughs) It's retiring for good. And then the next time I was there... It was also there. I'm like, okay, this is not adding up. It's like Al Pacino in The Godfather. <laughs> he wants to quit, but, but they keep, keep pulling, pulling me back in. Yeah. Unfortunately. That's the craziest song ever. It is. Oh, my God. And here's the fun thing about it. It's kind of fun and, and cute when for you're- For a few seconds. For a few seconds. Every once in a while, like, Dad will send us that song. And it's, it's like, oh, that's so cute. But it goes on for so long. It is fucking chaos. It's chaos, especially at the park. It is so loud. Yeah, because it's not coming from the parade. It's no. coming from speakers all up and down <laughs> and the there's road. there's no break in the song. No. Nope. It's not like it's on a loop where it's like, okay, in just a second, then it'll start up again. No, it just goes <laughs> on and on. And it is so bright and chaotic. So bright and chaotic. I it's love like a it. fever dream. I love it. Personally, I do too. I'm a big fan, but I think it's a nostalgic thing. Yeah. Also, it's, oh, yeah. it's cool because it is very different than other parades. <laughs> it sure is. <laughs> try, try selling that as a parade these days. <laughs> I always say it's the, it's the sound of a malignant brain tumor. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's accurate. <laughs> no, it's chaos. Oh, man. All right, Ash, take us away. I want to know. Tell me all about it. We'll hear about it. So the infamous parade was actually inspired by a Walt Disney World water light show. I'll have you know. Hmm. Um, On October 24th, 1971, the dedication of Disney's Polynesian Resort saw the first public showing of the electrical water pageant. No. (laughs) It's a water pageant. At the time, I'll tell you, at the time, it was 14 barges with simple lighting floating around the lagoon to a song from 1967 called Baroque Hoedown. Broke. Broke? <laughs> Baroque. 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 But I like the idea that it's a broke hoedown. Yeah. What's a Baroque hoedown? What does that mean? Baroque is like an era. Oh, I guess I didn't know. A style. Know huh. Yeah. That's, like... that's the joke in uh, Beauty and the Beast. If it's not Baroque, don't fix it. Uh, So Baroque, for James and anyone else who doesn't know, is uh, relating to or denoting a style of European architecture, music, and art of the 17th and 18th centuries, blah, 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 blah. Gotcha. That time period. Yes. Like Vivaldi, Bach, and Handel. Okay. 
but not because this is a completely different song. <laughs> totally different. <laughs> the Electrical Parade by Bach. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, even Dis- crazier. Disneyland management in attendance at this first public showing of the festivities, they were looking for a new piece of nighttime entertainment for Disneyland because the current offering of fireworks was not doing the trick, keeping people in the park late into the evening. Many people were generally leaving Disneyland around 6 p.m. Whoa. Enter Bob, Janney, and Ron Meisaker, and I'm sorry if I'm saying your names wrong. No, you're not. Also, it kind of makes sense that you'd start in the morning and then leave at a normal time. Like, you know, late afternoon, that early evening. That doesn't make sense to it's me, Like, James. for dinner and go home. But to our crazy standards, that's like, quitting. why are you leaving so early? That's quitting. Who leaves that early? Yeah. You haven't put in a 15-hour day yet. Are you bleeding? <laughs> Get you back bleeding? in there. Yeah. Are you bleeding? Put a Band-Aid on it. Yeah. Move on. Rent some wheelchairs, loser. <laughs> Quitter. As the legend goes, Ron went down to the Anaheim Public Library and came across an interesting article about how at the turn of the 20th century, when electricity was a new thing, people in cities would string light bulbs together and parade down the street with it. Is this where Walt Disney got the idea? Um, this was after he was dead. Oh, it was after he was dead. Isn't this, uh, yeah. yeah, by a... You know, a bit. But, you know, everything's, like, passed down from his brain, his ideas. He 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 influenced everything that happened there. I wonder if that's... I do wonder what he to, would think of it. Are you trying to blame the electrical parade on Walt Disney? I'm trying to blame it on his old-timey, like, I remember when I was 10, they put lights on things. When lights were a new fangled. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We'll make that a parade. Wait, how did they parade electricity up and down the street i was just wondering like, that maybe they just put some big old generators on each float <laughs> yeah they had generators <laughs> that does come into play in this um, smells like gasoline the whole that's route. it yeah, yeah definitely loud uh they contracted a designer named ken dresser who was brought in to start laying out the concepts and the execs were sold but the first big hurdle was powering the thing mm-hmm. they couldn't use generators legally plus they were noisy and smelly James. There you go. Disney maintenance engineer Jerry Hefferly. That that's a name. Hefferly. Hefferly. I was just thinking how you said there you go, James, after you said noisy and smelly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I haven't showered in three days. <laughs> Let's just keep moving forward. Well, Jerry Hefferly, he kept trying to do what he could with the batteries, but it didn't seem to do anything. They briefly considered electrifying the trolley tracks on Main Street at one point. (laughs) Oh, that would have been a bad idea. Oh, my God. Now I have a new fear. Yeah. Yipes. (laughs) Like getting your ankles stuck in those things all day long isn't bad enough. Yeah. Have you ever seen that video of the guy? Yes. (laughs) It's like... Had a great day at Disneyland today. He's just wobbling just the whole falling way. falling all the way down Main Street. <laughs> that's such a, like, specific... You know what I mean? Yes. Like, you'd have to have gone to the parks a lot to know why that's funny. <laughs> that's great. Uh, well, Dick Newness. These names. Sorry about the pronunciation. What was the first one? Tony Hefferly? <laughs> Jerry Jerry. Hefferly. Even better. Jerry Hefferly. <laughs> There's no way Jerry Hefferly is under... <laughs> 300 pounds. He sounds like a woolly mammoth. (laughs) (laughs) Jerry Hefferly. (laughs) From Ice Age 4. Yeah. They call him Hef. 
<laughs> so they don't know how to power the thing. Mm. The vice president, Dick Nunes, wasn't super motivated to make the parade work, despite what he's hearing from others in the company. Uh, especially because the Country Bear Jamboree was just about to open. So he already had a big yeah, you got a big fancy draw. thing coming. And what, what year again is this? 1971. Right. Um, so in January of 1972, the team was given two final weeks to solve the issues or the project was being scrapped. As luck would have it, new lightweight batteries called nickel-cadmium batteries had just come out and they found their solution with just three days left to go. Wow. What were they going to do? Have children run on a hamster wheel? <laughs> that <laughs> just... would be a parade. Yeah, man. They're just, just hamsters. Just Aww. hold a churro in front of them. Thousands of hamsters. Just I could see it until they all get loose. Then you got a bunch of hamsters in Disneyland. But they'd be lit up, so it'd be fine. You'd Aww. see them right away. Oh, I didn't even consider that. Well, after some tests, the batteries proved just strong enough to power the lights, sound system, and power units that would be used to drive the floats. Thank God. They could make it through the park one way before having to be recharged for a second performance. Nah. That is stressful. That's yeah. stressful. Get um, it right. The other logistical hurdle was what kind of lights would they use? Small Christmas-style lights were a problem, as only one manufacturer made them at the time, and they were only white. So they would have to hand-dip each of the tiny little light bulbs into a color medium. Holy wow. crap. <laughs> so the solution was a Chicago company, Silvestri. They were a lighting engineering company that did mostly like lighting displays. Mm-hmm. They were contracted to build the lighting units for a large sum of money. I bet. So when Ron took a field trip to Chicago to check on the project about one and a half months prior to the opening, not a whole lot of the flow construction was done. Ron and Bob decided that everything was that was already in existence, just we're leaving, we're shipping it to California, and we're just going to scramble to finish it all on site. Jeez. Wow. So a giant circus tent was erected backstage at Disneyland in preparation for the arrival of 14 moving vans full of the Main Street Electrical Parade. (laughs) Unbelievable. (laughs) Electricians and carpenters were hired to work in shifts 24 hours a day to complete the parade in the remaining time. That's crazy. You know what's weird about that? All these things come down to one day. Just that one day. Oh, seconds. Seconds even. Yeah. But I just also mean, like, on one day, a bunch of trucks showed up and delivered the Main Street Electrical Parade. <laughs> right. Like, it wasn't there before, and then here it is. And that's what we grew up with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, this brings us to just two days before the parade's scheduled debut, and none of the flo- of the floats were completed. <laughs> God. God. <laughs> The first two scheduled parade rehearsals were canceled as such, so only one rehearsal was ever held, and it was an unmitigated disaster. It's a disaster as a parade. <laughs> yeah. I can't imagine what and also they like What has a bad parade? Yeah, what does a like? bad Main Street electrical parade look like? Well, floats fell apart. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, that's a problem. One float crashed into a building on Main Street. I was just gonna ask. How does yes. it not crash every time? You see these snails just like doing circles almost yep. hitting four-year-olds every time yeah it's a miracle uh, cast members were electrocuted <gasps> and oh my god some of the costumes were spitting sparks <laughs> oh what i wouldn't have given to see this 
Uh, and some floats didn't have enough juice to finish the route, so they just died. Amazing. That's what I was thinking when you were like, they had just enough to make it one way. It's <laughs> yeah. like, what if they don't have it to On make the it day. all the way? Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> yeah. they just get to the end, and there's still all these people, and it just goes <laughs> dark. Stupid snail. No music, just dark. So depressing just without the lights on. spitting sparks at children. <laughs> you know how you wonder what the end of the, like, post-apocalyptic scenes would look like? Like, what would this, the landscape look like? I think that's what it would look like. Mm-hmm. You, you, it would be like if aliens landed, you know, a thousand years after our time, <laughs> they see these floats with like snails and yeah. it would be like, what are these? What were they doing? <laughs> what was this life form? Yeah, this fake castle. And what is this place? <laughs> Who lived in this building? Yeah. Oh, nobody. Oh, nobody. So at the first official performance on June 17th, 1972, Bob and Ron were standing behind the parade gate. As the floats were readying to move from backstage to Main Street, the lights on the units were lit for the first time. (sighs) Dozens of electricians were still working on the lights and were hopping off just before each unit went through the gates into public view. (laughs) Good Lord. (laughs) What Roy, kind of you a gotta get stressful... <laughs> dive, dive, dive! <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, Ron said, quote, The sight of that happening was like people jumping ship just prior to it sinking. <laughs> Amazing. This is my new Why favorite story. Why did they go through Chaos. with it? Jeez, just postpone it another yeah. couple days. Because you have to, Sarah. That's, That's not it. how Disney works. Yes. Well, by some miracle, it was a success. Well, did back back then they still promoted things the way they promote it now? Not not to the same degree, obviously, but they told like Disneyland yeah, patrons, "Hey, true. this new parade's coming on this yeah. day, right?" Yeah, I mean, people I'm sure bought tickets with the premise that they were going to see this brand new parade. Yeah. It's like the parade version of the park itself opening when it wasn't quite ready. Yes, right. And again, yeah, that's right. So it's probably one of the first times Disneyland patrons saw disneyland at night i guess is that what we're saying well i think it was open it was just that people were leaving yeah and they were yeah, trying maybe to not the first later. time we saw it but the first time crowds it was the first nighttime and... spectacular other than fireworks which is such a huge part of the park now mm-hmm. yeah it's interesting huh well the main street electrical parade was only meant to run through the summer of 1972 but the uh guests really liked it so the parade was extended through 1974 Wow. The first time that it ended. Yeah, I was going to say, and <laughs> yes. then it retired forever and then came back then a year back. later and then another year later. Yeah. In 1975, it was replaced by America on Parade, a giant tribute to the bicentennial of the United States, cool. which featured a then unheard of 50 floats, one for each state, I would imagine, mm-hmm. and new characters with huge heads representing the American people. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Sounds I've seen pictures right. of this before. I've wondered, like, what in the fuck is that? Now yeah. I know. Cool. This parade ran both day and night through the end of 1976. Then it was decided they had to bring that worm back. They had to. Newer <laughs> and better than ever. A more advanced and permanent version of the Main Street Electrical Parade. Can we talk about the floats themselves? Sure. Like, why worms and snails? Because they're cute. Well, that's because of Alice in Wonderland. And turtles. So it's an Alice in Wonderland themed? No, there's... But it's, it's not. It's a bunch of different properties. And it's changed a little bit throughout the years. And now it has like an Encanto yep. thing in it. 
That was, we'll talk about oh. that at the end. That's a special new grand finale. I did not know about that. Okay. All right. So, oh, fun fact. Wait, hold on. <laughs> no fun Snails fact. Snails are a big part of Alice in Wonderland? No. So a lot of different floats throughout the years, like I was saying, consistent members of the float community have included characters from Casey Jr. Train, Dumbo. They had, like I said, Alice in Wonderland. So there was something from that. Yeah. The caterpillars on it, doesn't yeah, he? Caterpillars yeah, caterpillars on it. Yeah. It's like a big, bright caterpillar. Yeah. With all the feet. Cinderella, Peter Pan, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, Pinocchio, and then Pete's Dragon. But that was yeah. added later. So I think okay. the snails are just cute. Is it just the thing that's standing out for me? Yeah. Yeah, it's not. It's really not a big part of the float, is it? Or the parade, rather. I think it's a huge part. It's all I think about. Yeah, when I think of too. that parade, I think of snails and worms. Spinning in front of me. I think snails, turtles with top hat turtles, kind of things. Yeah. And I think there's mushrooms involved. Where are the turtles yeah. from? I don't know. See? They're cute. Stop right. questioning. <laughs> okay, fun fact. We're going to have our fun fact okay. now. In 1985, there was a promotional float for the movie Return to Oz. Whoa. What was it? What was it? I don't know, because it was destroyed by a fire. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, I hope it was the the walkers. The the wheelers. (laughs) Wheelers. The the, the wheelers, that's what they're called. Oh, my God. Or just a bunch of heads. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, the lunch bill. Yeah, the lunchbox tree Mm -hmm. with the chicken. Mm Mm-hmm. Belina. Belina, yeah. Hey, how about that movie? It's great. My God. It just, it doesn't, it doesn't hold up either. What like, is it? Beware of the wheelers? Gosh. I mean, those things are so scary. Yeah. Nightmares. If you don't the, know like, what we're talking about. The, like, they were atop their head. Yeah. So that they can. That yeah. whole movie is a nightmare. Oh, love ugh. it. I do too. Yeah, I love that movie. Well, the worm, the light bright worm returned in 1977 thank god with all of the floats built in three dimensions now the original run they were mostly 2d weird Wait, what? yeah it was very different 2d huh. so it was like so it was just like boxes with pictures just i think it was like um a small world but with lights on it like just oh man cardboard flaps that's even better flaps <laughs> corridor what'd you call them chambers chambers the different chambers of that ride we have to go through one more chamber i swear to god (laughs) Uh, so now they were powered by battery motors accompanied by a reworked score by don dorsey i was gonna ask this the music we uh, we haven't got to the music no not yet because that's such a huge part of yep well the absurdity of this parade yeah and was that, so you're saying the score wasn't that from the get, or what? It was, but it was changed. It was probably oh. a lot less electronic sounding, would be my guess. Okay. We'll get there. We're almost there. So okay. like one more paragraph okay. until we talk about okay. that. Um, so one of the new floats at the time was Elliot, the dragon from the 1977 film Pete's Dragon. Mm-hmm. Boop, boop. Boop, boop. This float was supposed to be in the parade for just one year to promote the movie. The float was remarkable for its size and the fact that Elliot would completely disappear on command. Though Pete's dragon flopped at the box office, the float was a hit and remains in the parade to this day. And this time around, the Magic Kingdom got a version of the parade, too. Ah. The Main Street Electrical Parade performed for the first time in Florida on June 11th, 1977. 
Now, we got to talk about the music. We have to. The Main Street Electrical Parade's theme song, as I said before, is titled Baroque Hoedown. (laughs) (laughs) That's such a bizarre name. It doesn't make sense at all. It's bizarre music, though, to be fair. Yeah. Um, It was originally created in 1967 by Jean-Jacques Perret and Gershon Kingsley, two two synthesizer composers. Obviously. (laughs) What else would they be doing? Um, Throughout the years, the music has been updated and rearranged. So electronic music was just coming out at the time. And Jack Wagner from the development team brought it in as a possibility. Um, side note about Jack. In addition to him being responsible for finding the music, he also had another distinction. He was nicknamed the voice of Disneyland. Jack's voice was not only heard over Disneyland's PA system for parades and special mm. events. He also did a lot of the voice work for the attractions themselves, including instructions, emergency precautions, and safety spiels. Yeah, that guy's a legend. He did some voice work for the Walt Disney World Resort, and what is possibly his most famous and popular work to some is on the Walt Disney World monorail system. Mm-hmm. Wait, is he still around? No. No, okay. So I'm thinking of the new guy, the new yeah. guy that does the, like, welcome to Disneyland. Yeah. I love that voice. He used to the do best. that, too. Yeah. As the voice of Disneyland. Right. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies, boys ladies and girls. girls. Boys and girls. So, Jack... Wagner, as we were just saying, you hear him say, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Disneyland proudly presents our spectacular festival pageant of nighttime magic and imagination in thousands of sparkling lights and electro synth magnetic musical sounds. The Main Street Electrical Parade. So good. So many words. So Uh many words. And so just like such a funny look at the future. You know, like, we have arrived. It's the synthesize age. <laughs> yeah. Lights. Lights. Electricity. It's the future. <laughs> it's like see? the future in the Carousel of Progress when they're yes. watching the VR yeah. thingies. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so Don Dorsey took over after Wagner passed away in 1995. So that's what happened to Jack Wagner. Cute. Now the lights. The parade features numerous floats with live performers and entertainers, which are covered in about 600,000 electronically controlled LED lights in six colors. What are those colors, James? Brown. (laughs) (laughs) Pea green. No, uh, I'm going to say fluorescent green. Or just green? Green. Green. Okay, green, red, yellow. No yellow. Green, red, blue. Well, amber. We're going to say amber. Okay, okay. Blue. Blue. So that's four. Uh-huh. Pink. Pink. Purple? Nope. The last one is chartreuse. Oh, come What is that? What is chartreuse? Yeah, chartreuse is pink? No, it's a greeny color. Oh. So two shades of green? That color. Oh, I'm thinking of... I said... Puce. Did I say pea green earlier or did I not? That's yeah, what that said, is. But then you said green. I know. I'm just saying that chartreuse is pea green. No? It is. Well... It's pretty pea green. Why would they choose that color, I wonder? Because it's It is meat. in that. Because of the toitles. Oh, yeah, And it's yeah, the yeah, 70s. Yeah yeah. 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 And it lights up so pretty. It does. Um, they also had some clear light bulbs, just, just saying. Yeah. Uh, what was the most used color, do you think? Red. Chartreuse. <laughs> Amber. Amber. Oh, of right. course. Here's... It, had a vast majority. Here's another rant for you. Another James rant. Too many color names. (laughs) Why are there so many color names? (laughs) We've did it. The rainbow covered it. 
All right. Yeah, but you just said pea green. You specified well, a different color green. But that's not an actual color. That's just me saying pea green. It's the color of a pea. Well, this is the color of amber. You know, like you can dark blue, light blue, baby, like baby blue. That makes sense to me. But like cornflower, that pisses you off. Yeah. <laughs> it's based on a flower, though. A cornflower. Mm, whatever. whatever. Be, be, just be the thing, be the thing and or be don't. variations we get it. of it. Okay. We don't need all the names. It's another classic James rant. <laughs> and I knew he was going there, too. I could see him just <laughs> hey. steaming <laughs> over there. That's what I said. Amber. He's like, God damn it. <laughs> That's enough. Additionally, the parade uses a synchronized soundtrack, which is triggered by radio controls along key areas of the parade route. Fun fact, more than 27 tons of batteries power the lights, audio, and float movement. Together, they could provide enough power to light 32 homes. Wait, so how... That's insane. What are you you saying here? How are the floats moved? The batteries. But, yeah. (laughs) Because some of the floats, people actually drive them. Yeah. Yeah, so, they're driven. Okay. So they're all driven. A, okay. That'd be so fun, though. <laughs> to would, drive You'd them? have to take a, to drive a anti-nausea snail? pill, though. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Spin from you'd the... have to be like the... You'd have to condition yourself on the teacups. Totally. This is what... Mid boot camp for the electrical mm-hmm. parade. This is my point. I don't understand how they're not mowing down kids every single night. How is it... I, I mean, know. it must happen, right? Sure. Oh, I'm sure. Do we sign waivers? When you go through, do you sign a turtle waiver? It's probably part of your ticket. (laughs) Yeah. You sign the turtle waiver that you might be hit by a turtle. You could be taken out by woodland creatures. Or fire engines or double-decker buses or big horses with big hooves. (laughs) You might... Hooves. Hooves. (laughs) There's so many things that kill you at Disneyland. Yeah. Well, after a 24-year run at Disneyland, the Main Street Electrical Parade closed for the last time ever. On November 25th, 1996. Uh-huh. It's like Kiss. You know how many <laughs> last tours that band has had? Yeah. Man, they're just soaking it up. The, quote, final performances of the Main Street Electrical Parade were heavily advertised and drew such an overwhelming response <laughs> that the last parade was moved from October 15th to November 25th in order to accommodate the enormous crowds that showed up and to catch a last glimpse, a very last glimpse of the magical procession. One last time. One Just last time. one more. How, yeah. how many years later did it come back? It was a while. It said 90 what? That was 96. 96. And then it came back... Right after COVID, right? Well, it came. Oh, no, back it this was year. before too. I think it was before too. They That's had right. it's come back a few times in in many locations. Mm-hmm. I think it only came back after '96. The the one time though, like 2019 or whatever it was. I don't know. I think I'm right. I think you probably that's, are. I think that's right because it was kind of a big deal. Yeah, you might be thinking of this year. This year was the big issue. Well, we saw well, no, it. we saw it. We saw it pre-COVID. Oh, yeah. That's, That's right. what I'm saying. Is it came back, then it went away. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. They had... For they the s- very last time. Very last time. And they brought... They had a new parade. What was that called? Yes. The very purpley. The golden magic purple. happens. Yeah, magic happens. I hate that parade. Everyone else loves it. And that was right before COVID. Yeah. And then, obviously, the park shut down. Mm-hmm. I believe when they opened the parks back up, soon after that, they, they brought the parade back. They just had cavalcades forever. So, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It, it ran through the summer again. Yeah. And now it's done again, right? Yep. 
for the last time ever. Until no. next year. <laughs> Members of the original team were brought back to stand in a VIP section and were emotionally touched by the hordes of guests, handmade signs, and the cheering of the crowd during the parade's final performance. Aww. Light bulbs certified as having been part of the show were sold to collectors, mm -hmm. as well as dozens of other farewell season merchandise items. The following year, the Light Magic Parade opened and guests were not impressed. Mm -hmm. Wow. In fact, shortly after, the new nighttime parade was canceled and Disneyland was left without a nighttime parade for nearly 18 years. No shit. Whoa. No shit. So it was just fireworks and the whatnots. Yeah. Huh. So then the parade and its floats bounced around between the various international parks for years in a way that is just way too complicated and way too boring for me to have actually right. understood. So I'm skipping ahead. Cool. It went to a lot of places. I support that decision. I mean, we're talking about a parade, an entire episode, so we got to be careful. We're already <laughs> teetering on this is too boring for the average person. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Let's, let's really watch it now. <laughs> Well, on February 22nd of this year, in honor of the parade's 50th anniversary, Disney announced the valiant return of the nighttime spectacular with the addition of new floats and an all-new enchanted grand finale that celebrates the theme of togetherness. Oh, yeah. Oh, I get it. Because it's like COVID's over. Gather around, hold hands, <sighs> breathe in each other's faces. Yeah. Be together. Together. Inspired by both the original design of the classic Main Street Electrical Parade and Disney legend Mary Blair's iconic art style on It's a Small World, mm. they made a, a new grand finale float that brings to life more than a dozen Disney animation and Pixar stories from Encanto, The Jungle Book, Raya and the Last Dragon, Aladdin, Coco, Mulan, Brave, and The Princess and the Frog. So I hear it is pretty impressive. Haven't seen we it. We saw it. No, we haven't. Yeah. We did, we. Yeah. <laughs> well, apparently it's not that impressive. <laughs> when would, when did we, when, when, when would you say we saw that? We've been there twice during the time that it was running. No. Yeah. But you always run away when you hear the music. <laughs> we saw it in passing. I don't know if we watched the whole thing, Ash, because you never want to watch the whole thing. You know what I mean? You always, well, yeah. it gets a little complainy. A little complaining. Here's the truth, though. It's so loud. It's very loud. And I don't blame you. That's James, a lot. Do your your very best Main Street Electrical Parade song. Wait, hold on. Your very best. I, can I get a refresher? Yeah. Okay. Baroque hoedown. So shriek. It so hurts shrill. a place in my brain that I can't. It's this part. So many words. Okay, I like this. Sounds like the beginning of Space Mountain. All right. Exactly the same. It's fun. 
It's been one minute, including the intro. Uh. <laughs> now, times that by how long does this fucking thing go? 15 it, minutes? Yeah. At least. At least. It's. I mean, that for so long. <laughs> and so much louder. It's so much louder. That's and right. And bright. And you can't get away from it. No. You... Oh, no. They have speakers everywhere. And you can't cross the street. Once you've decided no. you're watching, oh. you are stuck. That's the other dynamic is the amount of people. And yeah, you're right. You're stuck. Mm-hmm. And everyone's just That's why just I avoid shouting. all parades. Yeah. I'm like, oh, a parade's coming? Go as far yeah. from the parade as possible. Ugh. Pick a section of the park that you want to stay in for the next hour, because that's, that's where you're going to be. That's where you're going to be. I can't, I can't leave. Uh, yeah, you don't want to get stuck in that, because that's happened, where you get stuck. Yeah, it's Oh, yeah. You're awful. just yelling at your spouse, where, where do you want me to go? I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> I have to go to the bathroom. You can't. You can't get there. I'm hungry. Bummer. I'm hungry. Bummer. We'll never see each other again. Don't leave. If you leave, yeah. this is it. This it is was it. a good run. Yeah. I'll never nice find you, you again. Oh, Main Street is a one hell of a place when it gets busy, huh? It sure is. It's a lot. Well, my sources for this were allears.net, kennythepirate.com, again, again. Oh, uh, D23, and most particularly an article from Walt Disney World News Today called something like the complete history of the Main Street Electrical Parade, which I, I nice. mean, that was like a huge um, reference in this. So if it sounds like I'm reading it directly in some places, it's because I am. Well, you cited it. So there you go. I did. I love it. Well, good job, Ash, as always. That's Thanks. still my favorite parade, personally. Me too. Me I don't. Too. I hate parades. Yeah. So that's the only parade that I like. I like the Oogie Boogie Bash parade. I don't I hate parades. My, my thing with parades is I, I get it from both sides. I get it all. Like, I understand the perspective of someone who doesn't like a parade. There's not a lot to defend. <laughs> <laughs> like, I get it. They're I, awful. I get it. <laughs> But then there's part of me that likes stupid old timey things. Sure. When someone says, oh, I love a parade, you go, I know I do too. I do too. I get it. <laughs> yeah. It's fun. And then when someone says, I hate parades, you're like, I understand. I understand. Completely. Yep. Me yeah. too. I really like parades more in the context of Disney parks. That's true. Like, like I'd rather, you know what I mean? I'd rather see a parade at Disneyland than downtown Hillsborough. Grove. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm the opposite. Oh, are you? If I'm you in like Disneyland. Small town parades. I do. I like the best dog float and the best wagon. Right. Like I just want some like neighbor to just throw candy at me. Yeah. Yeah. I like I like that aspect of it. I like going to like the Fourth of July parade downtown Hillsborough because the one fire you truck. run into all the people all the from people. your past. Yeah. That, Bob. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like, oh my gosh, look, I haven't seen them since high school. Those old guys in their cars. Yep. Yeah, but cute. But if I'm at Disneyland, boring. I want to do stuff. I don't want to like Same. find my spot, sit well, down. Well, it's very old fashioned. I mean, it is It is severely lacking in modern, you know, like you, you can't yeah. compare it. What are you I talking just... about? It's the future, the synthesizers. Yeah, no <laughs> yeah. kidding. Well, that, that parade is the future. You are right. It's the future from the 70s. Yeah, but it's the right. future from the Matrix. Yeah. <laughs> well, before we uh, land this here podcast ship, as we land this podcast spaceship, do it. <laughs> I want to celebrate the fact that we're leaving tomorrow morning to Disneyland. Yeah, they are. 
Yeah, not we. I'm not, going to work not tomorrow the trio. morning. Ash and I get up super early tomorrow to catch an 8 a.m. flight. The Disneyland Express. Disneyland Express. Head into Santa Ana. And once we get there... Drop off our crap and drop off our crap. run into the friggin' park. Have we checked the weather again? It's it was supposed better. to rain. Oh, okay. We, it was looking bad. Like yeah. Like downpour. That's great. Yeah. There'd be no Why there. not? Totally. 96 and showers. Probably pretty dead. So we'll hit the park all day, Saturday. And then Sunday, we're doing D23, which if you're listening to the podcast, I'm sure you know what that is. But for the two of you that don't, it is the... <laughs> Hi, Mom. <laughs> Me. It's basically, it's basically Comic-Con. I don't really know what it is. It's basically Comic-Con for Disney nerds. Okay. That's what it is. It's at the Anaheim Convention Center. Um, like Star Wars, Marvel, all the Disney stuff, you know, big exhibits and uh, like talks and announcements and right, you know, it's it's special pretty cool. presentations, special yeah. merch, and everyone's dressed up. It's it's some dorky good times. Um, really excited about that. And so technically, it started today. Yes. And did you guys hear the big news? I've heard a lot of big news. So. Today. I haven't. Are we surprised? <laughs> well, let, me, let me tell you, Sarah. They... I just found out the queen died. <laughs> yeah. Well, you. Pre- That's the big news. Specifically, I don't think you care about this um, IP as much, but you like Disneyland, mm-hmm. and they're expanding Avengers Campus, and there's going to be oh. a third attraction there. Well, yeah. Yeah. That was announced today. Did they yeah. announce what it is? Yeah. Did they announce what it is? Why'd you say, well, yeah? Because I've just we just assumed. Oh. You just shit on that whole news <laughs> drop. <laughs> Jesus the big, Christ. The, that was today. The well, big yeah. Thing. <laughs> the big building where people are always walking around. Right? Like where the ship is? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so they're doing a... <laughs> anyway. A, a, uh, the multiverse is what it's going to be. Ooh, so yeah. there it is. See, yeah. that's the information I didn't have. I don't know what that means. Bob Chapstick announced that uh, today. The so multiverse? Cool. Like... Like, like Doctor Strange multiverse. You know how that, yeah. Oh, okay. Different okay. versions of the same stuff. It's Marvel's gotcha. clever way of, like, if you killed off Iron Man, you can still have him because it's in a different parallel yeah. universe. And, gotcha. Yeah. And is it? I think it just is it, it, an, is it a ride? Yeah, it's going to be a it's ride. It's going to be an e-ticket ride. Yeah. Oh, that's supposed cool. To be, it's supposed to be like good too. Great. Yeah. And then well, of course they have the model for Tiana's new. Splash Mountain ride. Oh, yep. that's so great. And there's the restaurant mm-hmm. that's going to be in New Orleans Square. Yes. Is it Dude. like a new building or is it taking over That's a something? good question. I would imagine I they're going to take over the French Market or the Cafe Orleans. Oh, okay. But I don't know. That's going to bum some people out. I, there's I don't two of them. Like Who cares? We, ne- we never go there. One of them. We never go there. I have of Hungry Bear. never once been to either of them. Me neither. I've been to Hungry Bear, but the only reason yeah. I like Hungry Bear is because of its location, and you can sit outside up on the like deck. Yeah, I actually yeah. like that Food's area. Food's not good. That's a good question. I wonder where it will be, because they made it sound like it's going to be in the French Quarter proper. Yes, they like, did. Not but out by. It okay. might be that the French Quarter is extending That's all the true. way That's to true. the bayou. Yeah. Which I am so excited for. So stoked. Dude, I hope that happens. Basically from pirates all the way to... Oh, and they could keep yeah, like Pooh. They just need to make him like Mardi Gras Pooh. Right. Just <laughs> right? throw some beads around Aww. his stupid yeah. neck. Call good. Make him topless. I mean, that's People all it's it. going to take. Kids will love that. He's he, already bottomless. Yeah, just take his shirt off. He is already bottomless. I think we could... I think we make we that We can happen. roll with this. Well, yeah, there you go. Fun times. Fun, fun. Well, I am looking forward to hearing about it and seeing pictures and seeing your story as you're there, because I know James will be 
live tweeting Vlo- the whole thing. Yeah, man. On the social Vlogging is what they call it. I won't be vlogging. That's not really what I do. Uh, check the Instagram stories for all that. It's going to be fun. Well, by the time that this comes out, it'll be over. But you'll have some posts. You'll have some posts. There you go. This week, I don't have a media wreck because I'm still watching Primal and still completely obsessed with it. Um, So I guess I recommend watching it again if you haven't started it yet. And the second thing is to slow the F down. Yeah. That is, that's my recommendation is take a night off from all the stuff. Even if you can't take the whole night off, like take an hour, put on a face mask, watch some really stupid TV, kick your dukes up and chill with a whiskey or a hot tea or whatever it is that you enjoy. It's um, a good tip. Take a minute. Because it is I remember a the time beginning in your, of the school year. Oh, I remember a time in your life, Sarah, where just like when your kids were still little. Yeah. Not like little, little, but elementary school, junior high, somewhere around there. You were just so busy. Mm-hmm. between all. You guys had so much going on. Yeah. And I, I know like crazy. people would tell me that when I had them at that age. And I'd be like, uh-huh. Yeah. Like I have time. Right. It's make time. Find an hour. Yeah. You can do it. Right. It's so important. And I as I get older and my kids need me less, I have a lot more of that time and I just realized yeah. how much I needed that. Yeah, and there's there's a time and place. Like you were you were supposed to be there for your kids then and you know, yeah. it's temporary. You just go all in while they're young. But totally. Even then, like, God, there there's you're right. You gotta find some time. And like I said, it doesn't have to be a whole day of me time, an right. hour, just but designate it like this from this time to this time. I am only focused on me and my needs and yep. I'm going to get cozy and not worry about what anyone thinks. Leave the dishes, leave the laundry. Just love that. You're of use to no one if you don't take it's care of so yourself. It's so true. Yeah. It's really easy to just fall apart when you just push too hard. So good reminder. I will go next. So we just watched a movie last night in the movie theater. Um, just so messed up. So fun. That was the most fun movie I've seen in a really long time. Ooh. Recommend seeing it in the theater, too. I like, don't know if you'd like it. What, the okay. movie? Oh, I think really? she'll like it. Oh, I think she'll like it. Yeah, I think you'd like it. It takes a, it takes a special kind, I think. Well, what is it? It's a horror movie called Barbarian. Okay. Uh, watch the trailer to give you some some idea. And um, it's it's like three movies in one, in a way. Yeah, at least. It's like, uh, more. like you know, from dusk till dawn, like how the movie just shifts all of uh-huh. a sudden. And you're like, well, that's a different movie now. Yeah. It's like that, but a few times over. But they kind okay. of ping pong back. Yeah, it's like, it's funny character development, really, really funny, uh, lighthearted movie, but then just the, the darkest, craziest, creepiest so messed up so messed up and and just fun okay that's what i love about horror movies they really are like a a roller coaster ride so fun james was screaming screaming like a little girl like a little girl (laughs) and he kept covering his eyes i was like look you have to look open your eyes (laughs) it's such i don't want to ruin a thing just just go in not knowing a whole lot and have fun okay it's a great movie sounds good to me you know as you were saying that it's funny that just reminded me that the entire first section of the movie that's like one genre it is not funny. 
Like, there's no. no humor to it. Like, the whole, like, it just, the entire genre shifts yep. a couple of times over <laughs> totally. in a really fun way. Do you know who Justin Long is? No, I don't think You'd so. You'd recognize him. He's in a ton of stuff. I actually do think I know who he is. Yeah. Uh, kind of a comedic actor. Looks a little bit like Zach Braff. Maybe. No? Let's see if I can. I think you're thinking of a different guy. No, that's who I'm thinking of. Oh. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He's in it. Okay. He's not the. He's one I of always two main people. I think in it. he could play a younger Zach Braff. He's so funny. In it, so funny. Okay. <laughs> he's, he's great. Fantastic. He's great. And like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I take that recommendation and I will see it. Yeah, totally. It's it's a great movie. I think if you watch it with your kids and Josh, you'll enjoy it. Okay. Yeah. Don't watch it alone. <laughs> no. I think you need someone to be like, this is so stupid with you. Yeah, okay. and to those listening, it's not a little kid movie by any means. Yeah. Don't, don't have your kids present. When I say her kids, I mean her demented adult children. Yes, yes. totally. And they are and so Kate. demented. <laughs> yeah. Well, Kate's almost 15. She's yeah. barely a kid anymore. She'll love it. It's one of my favorite things about the horror movie genre is that it did the the like the vehicle of that genre allows for so much play. Uh-huh. Because it's so ridiculous. You know, you can have a monster movie. And like, I don't know. It's just, it's a fun time. It's, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not real life. It's it's just fun. Yep. Cool. And that's in the theaters. It is right now. Yeah. Okay. It yep. is. Well, the animal hero of the week is a working dog named Pilot. Oh. Pilot is a part of... Uh, the Vancouver International Airport's Wildlife Hazard Management Program team. He was born in Finland. He is a Moody, a Hungarian breed that is known for his herding abilities. <laughs> and he is one of the dogs that works on the airfield with his handler, finding birds on the tarmac and runways and safely chasing them off the airport environment. Aww. He is such an absolute cutie patootie that he even wears PPE, including <laughs> eye protection. <laughs> These giant single, len- single lens sunglasses goggles um, protect pilots' eyes from the dust and debris of the engines and UV rays on a clear day. Pilot has a co-worker named Flight, a border collie, and the team has since brought on another moody named Echo. Additionally, the airport has a team of therapy dogs that roam around the terminal building uh, around the terminal building to comfort passengers as part of its less airport stress initiative. Which brings me to my main question, which is why the fuck does PDX not have these animals walking around to calm me down? I agree. They well, should be everywhere. Sounds to me like you need a service animal that you bring everywhere <laughs> with you. I sure do. Don't encourage her. <laughs> but here's a picture of him wearing his high-vis vest and goggles. Oh, he's a good boy. He's a very good boy. Hey, did I tell you PPE. guys about the dog that wandered into the restaurant the other night? Uh, no. Well, I saw your Instagram post. Yeah. yeah. He. Uh, yeah, what was that about? His name turns out to be Joey. He came no. from next door. The best part, though, is so he walked into the restaurant with a collar with no tags like walked inside just walked inside like he owned the place <laughs> like he was there for a burger yeah he and was and our was. host like ran over and grabbed him and pulled him outside and was like where did this dog come from yeah. so then every it was just for like two hours whose dog he is was this? the talk of the town uh, everyone wanted to come see the dog i want to go see him one of my 
servers asked if his side work could be cuddling the dog and it's like no but you can go cuddle the dog wait so you the, still have the, to clean the bathroom the dog's owner wasn't present no no Interesting. came from next door so we're like out in the farmland so you next door hit is, by a car how do you oh, know for sure did it have it because dress? she came over and mm. found him she uh, walked in and was just weeping oh. joey 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 oh. and they were reunited and it was the best possible outcome because Good. we got to play with a dog for two hours well on the clock he got so many belly rubs and head scratches oh, and he was joey. the happiest boy he ate some mini mm. corn dogs um, he knocked over two bowls of water. Hell yeah. It was a big day out. It was a big day out. Uh, <laughs> Field trip. But the best part, though, is the woman that comes in to claim Chilly. him, she's like, yeah, he escaped, and we have another dog. The other dog could have left, too. He just didn't want to. It's like, no, nah, I'll, I'll kick back. No, nah, I'm fine. This is where the food is, bro. You yeah, go, but Joey got corn dogs. You go have an adventure. And I heard last night that there was a dog that came in a few years ago. And now I'm wondering, was it Joey? It might have been Joey. Or just, was it just a different, like, maybe it was the other dog. And that dog was like, I mean, I know what's up yeah, there. Yeah, I know what's up but there. But. Have to walk along the road. And, yep, maybe yep. this was just Joey's like me time, like you were yeah. saying. Like, go leave your home. Yeah, yeah. get Have a corn some dog. Corn dogs. Get some, get some dogs. belly rubs, even for a, two hours. Right. Go get it. Hmm. Put the fear of God into your owner. <laughs> uh, She'll love you even more when you come home. Yeah, he was just a big dumb meathead, and I loved him so much. Aww, he you looked know. super cute. We all were like. He has to go. Yeah. Well, Joey is yes. my second animal hero of the week. Yay. Good job, Pilot Joey. and Joey. And All flight right. and whatever the other and one's echo. And echo. Well, here's to you, Joey. And pilot. Well, shoot. We did it. Thanks for listening to another episode of Disney Dependent. See, See you, you real soon. soon. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Disney Dependent. And you can send us an email at disneydependent at gmail.com. This podcast is produced by Producer Ash. The logo is by Ryan Hatch, and you can find him at WRHatch on Instagram. The music is by Ryan Knowles, and you can find him at Ryan Allen Knowles on Instagram. This show is mixed and edited by Deanna Chapman. You can find Deanna at Deanna underscore Chapman. And this has been a Team Dynamite Goat production. All right. Well, thank you for listening to the show, and we'll be back here next week. 